Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe Moon, and I'm here to cover the week of April 28th through May 5th. And it's a big one. <laughs> when is it not lately? Uh, so what do we have going on? First of all, we have Pluto. Pluto came into Aquarius on March 23rd, first time in all of our lifetimes. And it has been showing us how some part of our life is changing very dramatically, very profoundly. And it's also showing us on the global stage, on the world stage, you know, where some of those massive changes are going to be taking place as well. Pluto wants to go in deep and purge and make changes and evolve and transform and empower. (laughs) That's its whole purpose, right? And so in Aquarius, as we've been getting uh, some kind of feel for this, it has been impacting our aspirations for our lives. So up until Pluto came in, no matter what age you are, you had a certain kind of aspiration that is changing. There is something evolving. If you, if you keep your dreams and aspirations the same, then there's going to be some kind of change that comes around them. But a lot of people are making, you know, complete changes. It's just incredible the stories I'm hearing with the people that read with me and, you know, and, and friends and everybody else. So, yes, it's really intense. And so we've had this brief window of time to kind of get some insight into what it is we might want to be changing or what might might be changing, you know, in the outer circumstances that is going to push us towards evolving those aspirations. Aquarius is also about our freedoms and we're seeing all kinds of powerful, you know, (laughs) deep, intense changes coming on the horizon with those. We're also seeing, um, anything with originality, uh, inventions, our, our unique projects, and how we might want to go deeper into those. We are also seeing this play out through our friends, through our associates, through what we're doing in groups or online. It's also tied to astrology and tied to charities. Are you noticing all of a sudden, you know, astrology is everywhere? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intense. Um, you know, and so... This is just a very profound time. A lot of people are feeling destabilized by it because we're just adjusting to the new vibratory, you know, influence of this energy field. Um, But we're also kind of seeing that, yes, certain things are not going to stay the same. And so I'm telling you all this why. (laughs) Well, because on Monday the 1st in our week ahead, then Pluto is going to stop completely, turn around, and start to retrograde. It has been on zero degrees of Aquarius since March 23rd. It's now going to back up over the rest of zero degrees. This is how slow moving it is, right? Hasn't been here since the Revolutionary War. You know, it's been a very long time since it's been in this territory. So we're going to start into that shift of direction with Pluto starting on Monday. And it'll be backing through Aquarius until June 11th. Now, just to give you guys something in your head, if you haven't thought about this already, if you want to mark it on your calendars or jot it down so you have some idea, 2023 and 2024 are the major transitional years between Pluto and Capricorn and Pluto in Aquarius. Pluto came into Capricorn in 2008. 
So as Pluto backs out of Aquarius on June 11th, it's going to back into Capricorn again. And so it is going to be backing from 29 degrees to 28 degrees to 27 degrees of Capricorn and stopping, turning around and going direct. And and that's until October 10th, if I'm right about that. And then going direct, so back over 27 degrees, 28 degrees, 29 degrees of Capricorn, and then reentering Aquarius next year, January 20th, to go from zero all the way up to two degrees of Aquarius, and it will do that by September 1st, and then it is going to be retrograded. I mean, it does retrograde in in between there. I didn't jot down what date that was because it's too much information at this point, but um, it is going to retrograde in the middle of that in Aquarius, so it goes from zero to two and then from two degrees back to zero. Then by September 1st of next year, Pluto will retrograde into Capricorn for the very last time, okay, very last time in our lifetime, and it will only hit the 29th degree at that point. That is the critical degree. That is when absolutely everything that we have been seeing change since 2008 through Capricorn, through our leadership, through the establishment, you know, through our systems like, you know, the banking and the and the political system and the medical system and the educational systems and all that. This is our last big, profound, deep purging and changing and empowering through what's going to be happening in Capricorn from September 1st of 2024 to November 20th of 2024. And then Pluto comes back into Aquarius on November 20th and stays for about 19 plus years until 2044. Okay, and so by then, we've come through this whole transition, and we are boom smack into the power of Pluto in Aquarius and this big, complete transformation of the age of Aquarius, okay? And so because of that, you know, there are major endings happening in everybody's life because as we're wrapping up this intense story of Pluto through Capricorn on and off and on and on throughout this year and next year, you know, there are going to be things that we're closing down, we're done with, or things we've reached and we're, we're marking those achievements and we're preparing for launching into the new and that's coming along this year and next year as it comes in and out and in and out, Okay. So it's okay to feel as though you're not sure if you're coming or going or you're a little, like, freaked out because there's, you know, so many things exiting your life right now. If there's a lot, it's just because this next chapter is going to be so different for you guys. Um, And so just, you know, hold it and try to, you know, be really um, watchful what's conspiring around you that will be drawing you one way or the other. Don't hold on tight to things that are meant to go. Um, Be very open to the things that are meant to arrive. And so from this Monday the 1st until June 11th, we are retrograding over that zero degrees of Aquarius. So we're going to have this period of reassessment of how far we've come thus far in this little initial stage into this new journey. And so is there something about those aspirations that we want to, you know, rework or tweak or pick back up fast or let go or, you know, how, what is the do over about? 
And we want to remember with Pluto, you know, we might be looking at the financial side of what's happening with these aspirations or our online pursuits or the groups or the friends or whatever's happening in the Aquarian field. And so, you know, you may be readdressing where you are with taxes or insurance or inheritance or bankruptcy or alimony or, or commissions or investments or settlements or a partner's money or, you know, whatever the financial side of the story might be. It also might be, you know, Pluto is about birth and death and transformation. There might be literal births or deaths in your surroundings. There might be something, you know, figuratively that you're kind of letting die off and be reborn, you know, in some way. Um, it rules our attractions, our reproductive system, our hormonal side of life. And so we're kind of looking at maybe it's sex appeal online. <laughs> maybe it's, you know, going through the change of life hormonally. Maybe it's, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to guess all your, you know, sex and reproduction stuff, but you get the idea. Um, Pluto also rules divorce, you know, so there might be something about your freedom and, and divorce, you know, that you're addressing at this point in your life. Um, what else? It rules crime. And we're seeing a lot of criminals running rampant everywhere in regular society and leadership. It's just disgusting, right? And so there might be some addressing of what's been happening in your world with that, if it's been impacting you on a personal level, or if you want to get involved with how it's playing out, you know, in the systems as the systems are literally, you know, at the very end of this major Steve Hall um, uh, of what's happening there. And again, I believe that the most intense part of anything we've ever seen is going to happen between September 1st and November 20th of next year, 2024, when it's on the 29th last degree, critical degree, getting ready to exit, and then not coming back for 200 and some years uh, to that territory of leadership and, and establishment and the systems in place and, and all of that. So, uh, so there's that. Okay. So I would definitely say watching Monday as the shift is taking place. It happens at 1.09 p.m. Eastern, uh, 10.09 a.m. Pacific. And, you know, so we're shifting with that energy. We might see something happening around what's going on with that for us on that day, personally or globally. Um, and then we are in do-over mode. Now, the second thing going on, and I hope I covered enough of everything that that means for everybody. I think I did. It's so intense. I think I did. Okay. So the next thing, sorry, talking to myself for a minute. Um, the next thing is that on Monday the 1st, the same day that Pluto retrogrades, um, we, have, we reach the midpoint, which is also considered the turning point of the Mercury retrograde in Taurus. And this is going to happen at 11 degrees of Taurus. So if you happen to know, you know, that you have uh, planets at 11 degrees or a few degrees either side of that in one of the fixed signs, you know, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, then Monday is a very important day for you because whatever you've been in do-over mode about how you're valued, what your values are, how your values align with other people, how you're experiencing pleasure in your life, what's going on with personal income, what's going on with purchases that you're making, what's happening with your possessions or products, the things you build, 
you know. So whatever you've been kind of going back and rethinking or getting into talks or meetings or picking up old ideas and focusing on the writing or the sales or the agreements or the choices, you know, something shifts on Monday as the sun and Mercury retrograde meet there. And then the rest of the retrograde, which lasts until the 14th of May, you know, you should be kind of setting some of, of your choices in motion in your do-over. Not, you're not ready to take it out into something new and next chapter yet, but you're ready to kind of start to go in the direction that the turning point leads you to believe. And, you know, again, Mercury retrograde, Pluto's retrograding on that day. I mean, the midpoint of Mercury retrograde and Pluto retrograding on that day makes Monday more of a candidate for mix-ups, miscommunications, malfunctioning items. So have patience, double-check facts and figures, and we'll see where this takes us. And then for the final thing going on in the week ahead, starting on Monday the 1st and lasting until the 9th, we are in the trigger field for the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And that full moon lunar eclipse will perfect on Friday the 5th, right smack dab in the middle of that. It's happening almost at 15 degrees of Scorpio. It's literally 14.58 degrees, about as close as you can get to 15 degrees of Scorpio. This culminates by 1.34 p.m. Eastern on Friday the 5th. So the trigger field starting on Monday, (laughs) Monday's going to be one heck of a day, isn't it? Um, starting on Monday and building and building and building up to this peak of the eclipse, and then we still have trigger field after all the way till the ninth, means that we can start having events happening in our life that are about this big climactic moment with Scorpio. Okay, so Scorpio. Scorpio means it is about the financial side of our life, the, the investments, the settlements, the alimony, the child support, the loans, the debt, the inheritance, the taxes, the investments, the settlements, you know, or about the financial system. If this is some kind of big global thing that goes down on Monday, right, or between Monday and Friday. Um, this also is about sexuality. It's about reproduction. It's about um, divorce and death. It's about uh, third-party influences and criminals. And so, you know, here we have on Monday Pluto retrograding, and by Friday, the full moon lunar eclipse in Pluto's sign, Scorpio. And so this is major, powerful endings. And it can also be very powerful achievements or celebrations in those realms. And to even add to the story, this particular eclipse sits opposite Mercury retrograde and opposite Uranus in Taurus, tying all of this together as one big freaking story in our week ahead. So, you know, the Uranus can bring in something shocking and suddenly changing, something exciting and surprising, something classic and unusual, something spontaneous, um, something, you know, involving big groups of people, society at large, friends, you know, the Internet, big tech, uh, you know, and Mercury retrograde we've talked about, you know, over with news, getting into making decisions about what we want to reassess about our values, how we're valued, the income. 
there's, you know, these that are going on. So good Lord, people, buckle up. It's one head of one. And, and, you know, I'm assuming that if you are, you know, if you're, if you're working with this energy appropriately, you may have some major breakthroughs in this week ahead. Um, I would say as absolutely mind-numbingly insane that the world has become, I, I would say this week ahead it's going to be one heck of a, a of a doozy, you know. So take care out and about. Um, don't be too blown away if something crazy happens. Again, I made note of this in last week's show, I believe, at the end. I do want to say to you guys, um, if for some reason, because this is pulled right into all this massive shifting and culminating and do-over and releasing and all this, um, if there is some kind of shutdown of big tech, of the internet, of social media, of any of that, you know, this would be, this week would be a contender, um, or even all the way till the ninth, you know, into the following week a little bit. And so I would just say, you know, try to have some backup addresses and some backup connections and things like that outside of what you're used to using. You know, last week I said, make sure you're, you know, jotting down my website, which is zoemoonastrology.blogspot.com, just in case, you know, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and those kind of things are unavailable uh, in the midst of all this. I'm not saying 100% that that's going to happen, but, you know, as an astrologer, you're just trying to look for where the biggest impact is, you know, and it's definitely financial and it's definitely about power and control. It's definitely about our freedoms and it definitely, you know, is impacting the internet because of that opposition um, and because of this transitional period that we're in with Pluto. So, you know, just a thought, back things up, do the best you can. Obviously, you know, we can just do the best we can. And be kind to everybody because this is, you know, it's a really intense week. And I think, you know, people are going to feel that. <laughs> there might be some people that are just riding this like, hey, I'm going to go out and conquer the world. And that's great, you know. Um, but there are going to be some people that this throws off a bit. So, you know, just feel it out. Okay, so what can we say about the signs? Let's go through the signs with all of this. Aries, you know, you're straight up very much about the general overview is because you're the first sign, so everything falls the way I just explained it in the general overview. So Pluto retrograding on Monday is going to ease up, uh, you know, some of the intense forward motion and get you to kind of start reassessing where you are with your friends, with your groups, with your aspirations in life, with your original projects, with what you're doing online or with astrology or charities, and kind of, you know, look at where you are with your personal power, with your financial situation, with your sexual attractions or reproductive needs, or if there is anything with birth, death, crime, divorce, you know, reassessing where you are. Maybe you're helping a friend through that as an example. Maybe you're trying to find something out online, that kind of thing. This gives you until June 11th, you know, in do-over mode with this. It's going to go into Capricorn after that. We're going to talk more deeply about that part of it in another show when we get closer to that. So let's concentrate on where we are now. I gave you everybody the overview, you know, how it all plays out all the way till November of 2024. But for each sign, let's focus on where we are in this section of it, right? So there, there you have that. You might be, you know, reconnecting with the past. You might be reworking the current. You might take a break for a little bit from some of it. Uh, or you might release something altogether. 
Now, Monday the 1st is also the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde, so you may hear news or offers coming in. You might have that aha uh, moment of some kind of thought that comes to you that helps you figure out where you want to go. You might talk with somebody or meet with somebody or it might focus on the writing or sales or agreements or short trips or local activities and how you're involved with making money or purchases, products, possessions, your values or how you're being valued. You're turning a corner with that in some way. You know you need to redo something in one of those areas, okay, Aries? And so address it. Um, pay attention to anything coming in, you know, towards you that's supposed to be guiding you in the direction you're going from that point. And then we have the trigger field starting to be activated on Monday, and it stays active the rest of our week all the way up until the 9th. And on the 5th, on Friday, that's when the full moon lunar eclipse climaxes. And so from Monday all the way through the end of the week, we're feeling this really intense activation with the most powerful of it being on Friday the 5th. And so something is coming to a big head in your life financially, sexually, reproductively, with a divorce, with a birth, a death, or a third-party story, or your own empowerment and the big changes that you're going through. So you're marking some endings in a big way, or you are having a major breakthrough or achievement or celebration in those realms. So pay attention to that. All right. For Taurus, Pluto retrograding on Monday the 1st, it has been really pushing you since March 23rd to kind of look at your own empowerment and any changes that you're ready to make when it comes to the direction of your life and your life goals, when it comes to your career, your status or fame, and when it comes to higher up people in your life like bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, etc. So in those realms, you've been really kind of looking at where you are financially, where you are sexually, where you are with third-party influences, with birth, death, divorce, or crime in those stories and how you're dealing with it. You're making deep, powerful changes as you've been moving that forward. So on Monday the 1st, when Pluto retrogrades, you shift direction a little bit. You let up a bit in what's been going on there, and you start to reassess and catch up with all anything that's changed so far and fine-tune it and rework it, maybe pick back up on something past or let something go or take a break or, you know, focus on the current situation and, and get it right by June 11th. Then it's going to go back into Capricorn. And we're going to talk when we get to the week of June 11th. I'll make the show talk that reintroduction for each sign. But for now, Taurus, do over with personal goals, career, status, fame, or authority figures, and what's happening financially, sexually, reproductively with birth, death, divorce, or third-party influences. Also, on Monday the 1st, we reach the Mercury retrograde midpoint slash turning point, and it's in your sign, Taurus. So, you know, something you've been reassessing about your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, your personal needs and desires, or what you are physically involved in. You are now at that midpoint where you should have some kind of moment on Monday where you're like, oh, okay, I'm done with that, or oh, okay, that's what I was supposed to go back and pick back up on, or that's the thing I've been working so hard on that's the current situation in, about me, you know, that I'm turning some corner with on Monday. So pay attention to yourself. 
the news and talks coming in, the meetings, the short trips, your electronics, your transportation, and how it's impacting you. And then we have we start into the trigger field of the eclipse on Monday, and that field is active the rest of the entire week all the way till the ninth. So you can start having events which are about these major climactic moments, and the peak of that is on Friday the 5th when the lunar eclipse perfects at 1.34 p.m. Eastern. And so Taurus, this is about relationships for you. It may be about a romantic partner. It may be about a business partner. It might be about your clients. It might be about a specialist. Could be about agents or attorneys, competitors or opponents, advocates, anyone who's a serious long-term uh, one-on-one connection with you. This full moon lunar eclipse is bringing a very powerful ending or it is bringing some kind of powerful breakthrough or achievement or celebration. And it will be Scorpio-themed. So with these people, it may be financial, it may be sexual, it may be reproductive, maybe about the divorce or the birth or the death or the third-party influence. Uh, so something is building and building throughout the week, and you see some kind of climactic event at some point, most likely Friday the 5th, but it could happen any time along the way or even after up through the 9th. Um, because this sits opposite the Mercury retrograde and Uranus for Taurus, the Uranus energy is definitely going to be front and forward with you guys. So you might be very sporadic. You might be um, unpredictable. You might make a sudden change that even you weren't expecting. Something sudden could happen to you. Uh, so the Tauruses and the Taurus Risings want to be super careful on Friday the 5th for sure. Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean just something happening to you. I mean, you know, maybe you'll trip on something. I don't know. But it, it also just means that you are reactive. You are, you might act out of uh, your norm, okay? And that might really have ramifications with one of your relationships if you do it in an inappropriate way, okay? Maybe it'll be great. Maybe you'll be spontaneous and exciting and in the moment and do something great with this you know, client or partner or specialist or agent or attorney or whoever this is, but uh, then again, maybe you'll be acting out. So be careful with that because this is a really powerful time. Eclipses are three times more powerful than a typical full moon. For Gemini, ah, Gemini, uh, Pluto retrogrades on Monday the 1st. It'll be retrograde until June 11th. This is part of this transitioning in and out and in and out that I laid out at the top of the show. And so this retrograde period is your do-over. You've been experiencing Pluto in your ninth house, which is everything of the expansive mind. So through law, legal matters, uh, travel, foreign interests, distant situations, education, whether you're teaching or learning, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonies, religion, politics. And so this big, powerful energy has been getting into those realms of your life and trying to move something forward to change it, evolve it, transform it, empower you um, through what you're doing financially there, what you're doing sexually, reproductively, with birth, death, divorce, or third-party influences there. You know, so Gemini, I mean, maybe... You know, this is a financial thing that you've been trying to tackle legally, you know, maybe trying to take out a loan or pay off a debt or, you know, 
I don't know, something like that. That would be one example. Maybe you've, um, maybe you have a very strong sexual attraction with somebody and you've been planning a trip or you've been traveling or they're at a distance, you know, look at the combinations. And so on Monday, as this retrogrades, there's a shift in what's been happening. And now you're going back over things. Now until June 11th, you're revisiting whatever's happened so far and you're seeing, hey, you know, do I need to fix something in the current situation? Do I need to go back and reconnect with something past? Do I need to take a break over these five weeks Do I or five plus? Do I need to um, exit something altogether? Is something else exiting altogether? You know, so look at those combinations. You are in do-over mode starting Monday with this. Also, on Monday the 1st, we reach the midpoint of the Mercury retrograde. And so your do-over with your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your offers, your decisions, in dealing with institutions, Gemini, or dealing with research, or dealing with, you know, a bad habit or addiction or secrets or deceptions, or dealing with something artistic, romantic, spiritual, psychic, you know, you could have been seeing this play out in any of those realms. And so as you meet the midpoint turning point, there should be that moment where you're like either having that aha moment or being redirect kind of on the right path with what it is you're supposed to be doing with this. And then on Monday, the first, we also enter the trigger field for the eclipse, which perfects by Friday the 5th. And so the trigger field will be active the entire week and then into the next week up through the ninth. So that means you can have events starting on Monday all the way till the 9th, but the peak day will be Friday the 5th. And so this is something very powerful that is climaxing for the Geminis around work, health, or animals, or with paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. And in that Scorpio energy, where are you? What's coming to a head here with your power or your jealousy or with obsessions or control or third-party influences or the financial side of what's happening in those realms or the sexual side or with a birth, a death, a divorce or, you know, anything that is transforming and evolving there. So major endings by Friday or something coming through and being achieved and celebrated there that's a really big deal for you. And this sits opposite the Mercury retrograde and opposite Uranus. So when it comes to the institutions, the research, the artistic, romantic, or spiritual, or the addictions or secrets or behind-the-scenes scenario that you're readdressing with Mercury retrograde, it'll be front and center on Friday at the eclipse time. And there will also be that kind of excitement and surprise or shock and sudden change of Uranus applied to one of those areas of life. So you're going to be in the moment with that. There you have it. That's the uh, territory. It's all playing out through the week for you guys. All right, so for Cancer. Cancer, Pluto has been in your eighth house, and Pluto rules the eighth house. So, you know, this has been a time of introducing to you your own power, your sense of what's going to evolve and change very in your life when it comes to loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, investments, settlements, alimony, child support, your partner's money, commissions, uh, whatever, outside resources. Also, what's going on with your sexuality, what's going on with your reproduction, what's going on with divorce, birth or death, what's going on with third parties in your life. So you've been seeing some changes coming along as this energy has been moving in here since March 23rd. 
And now on Monday the 1st at retrograde, so there's a shift in what's been happening, and you get to kind of take a little bit of a breather, and you get to start going back over anything that's happened and readdress it and figure out, you know, what stays, what goes, what can be reworked. You might connect with something past. You might work on the current. You might, you know, exit something altogether. So you're going to watch what's shifting gears there. That retrograde, that do-over will be in play until June 11th. Now, Monday the 1st is also the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde. So for cancer, you know, you have had, you know, maybe it's been something to do with a friend or an associate or a group or the Internet or astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings, or it has been focusing on your original projects and aspirations. And so, you know, Mercury's maybe, you know, it's the same kind of do-over scenario in that maybe somebody has been gone and, you know, maybe a friend's been out of range. Maybe uh, you've taken a break. Maybe your Internet went down or your computer needed to be replaced or maybe you went back to the past and reconnected with past friends or groups or online interests, or maybe you're just taking your own breather, you know, or reworking a current situation to get it right. Come to Monday the 1st, you know, you may hear news or have that aha moment or get into that talk or meeting or decision that helps you redirect in some way or add on to the direction you're going in with with your do-over with this rest of Mercury retrograde until the 14th. So, you know, keep your ears open, speak up, ask questions, see where this is going. And then finally, we enter the trigger field for the upcoming lunar eclipse on Monday. It's going to be active every day, Monday the 1st through the 9th of May. And the peak in those days will be on Friday the 5th as the full moon lunar eclipse perfects at 134. 4 p.m. Eastern. And Cancer, this is focused on a creative endeavor, a lover, your love life, children, or something recreational. So something very powerful is ending there, or there is a big climactic moment as something comes through, or you achieve that goal, or you celebrate something big there. And, you know, this can bring in the final the sexual, the reproductive, the divorce, the third-party influences in those arenas. And it also sits opposite the Mercury retrograde and Uranus in that realm of friends, groups, the Internet, aspirations, original projects, astrology and charities. So there can be some wild, sudden, last-minute things going on there. There can be a lot of spontaneity. There can be more with your do-over there tied into what is coming to this big culmination. All right, and you hear my puppy snoring in the background, so sorry about that. <laughs> He's got a big snore. Um, okay, so Leo, Leo, you have had Pluto in your relationship zone since March 23rd, and so really showing you what's going to be happening to make big, powerful, deep, profound changes in your relationships, and then to transform and evolve and empower you over the years ahead through that, and coming through, you know, romantic partners, business partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, advocates, you name it. 
and through Pluto themes with those people, you know, the financial side of what you're doing with these people or the sexual attractions here or reproductive uh, needs or what's happening with birth, death, divorce, or third-party influences with these people. And so when we get to Monday the 1st, Pluto retrogrades. And so now you're going to shift a little bit with, you know, that forward momentum, and you're going to start to slow down and take until June 11th to reassess where you are in any of that. And so you might go back to the past and reconsider something. You might focus on the current and how you can rework something. You might exit something temporarily, take a break, or you might exit altogether, or they might, you know, temporarily or altogether. So, um, you know, just kind of keeping an eye on all those key individuals and what you want to do with this do-over in those Pluto realms. Monday the 1st is also the Mercury retrograde midpoint turning point, which has been focused on Leo's personal goals their career, their status or fame, and what's happening with authority figures like bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, mentors, you name it. So, you know, Leo, I mean, this is um, letting you rethink the direction you're taking. It's bringing back past situations and people and allowing you to reconsider things. It's uh, giving you a do-over in the current scenario. So on Monday, as you reach that midpoint turning point, you could either have an aha moment, oh, this is really what I wanted to go back and figure out about my goals or my uh, my career or my status or fame or, or with this boss or parent or judge or whoever this authority figure is. And then you'll take the rest of the retrograde from Monday the 1st till the 4th you know, and move on that do-over in that direction. So you want to pay attention to what's coming up on Monday, what you hear about, what you talk about, the ideas that come up. And then finally, Monday the 1st is also when we enter the trigger field for the upcoming full moon lunar eclipse. And so this trigger field is active Monday through the 9th of May. Every single one of those days you can have events that are tied to this eclipse. The peak is on Friday the 5th, in the middle of it all, okay? And so something really powerful is coming to a head for Leo about your home, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, the family, a parent, or a roommate. You might have a very big ending there. You might have some kind of breakthrough or celebration or achievement. It's about what is coming to this big climax one way or the other. And sitting opposite that is the Mercury retrograde, the do-over with the choices you're making about your life goals, your career, your status, your fame, these authority figures. And what's happening with Uranus in that same territory, something surprising and exciting and unexpected or something shocking and suddenly changing and you've got to just jump in when it comes to that goal, the career, the parent, the boss, the director, the teacher, the whoever the authority figure is. So all of this is culminating by Friday and then you carry on with Lunar Eclipse trigger field up through the night. All right, so for Virgo, Virgo Pluto since March 23rd has been really kind of getting you to look at what's going to be purged and changed and gone deeper through and evolved and help you transform and empower your work life, your health, what you do with animals, with paperwork, with coworkers or hired help. So you've had this sneak preview of, you know, your own empowerment, the, the changes that need to happen how you're purging anything there, what's going on financially in those realms, what's going on sexually, what's going on with 
third parties with birth, death, divorce, or, or crime, if any of that applies, you know. And so on Monday the 1st, we're seeing Pluto retrograde, and so this shifts what's happening there uh, through those Pluto themes with your work, your health, your animals, your, your paperwork, your coworkers, your hired help, and allows you to go into do-over mode up through June 11th. And so you're reassessing what's happened so far. What do you need to really get in there and fix? Do you need to go back to something past and pick it back up? Do you need to work on the current scenario? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to exit something altogether? Is something exiting outside of your control and you need to adapt to it? You know, so looking at where you are in this do-over mode starting on Monday. Also on Monday the 1st, we reach the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde. So, Virgo, this has been happening in your ninth house. So you've been in reassessment mode with legal agreements, travel, foreign, distant situations, educational pursuits, anything in media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, or publicity, anything with ceremonies, religion, politics, or other beliefs that you're involved in, okay? So, you know, you might have been running into the past through those areas. You might have been reworking the current. You might have been rethinking, taking a break, exiting something altogether. Regardless, by Monday the 1st at that midpoint turning point, something shifts for you. And whether you have an aha moment or you hear something or the world just directs you, um, you are then going to be able to kind of uh, redirect where the Mercury retrograde is taking you in your do-over from then up through the 14th with this. And then finally, Monday is also, we enter the trigger field for the upcoming lunar eclipse. The trigger field is active from the 1st of May through the 9th of May. Those days, every single day, you can have events happening that are about this eclipse. And so, Virgo, this is for you about really powerful things that are climaxing with a brother, a sister, a neighbor, a move, your vehicles, your electronics any short trips or local activities, as well as what's going on with your talks, your meetings, your interviews, your writing, or your sales. There could be big offers or big decisions at this time as well. So something is coming to this big climactic point, building throughout the week and hitting this big ending or this big breakthrough and celebration and achievement through one of those realms with a focus on financial sexual, reproductive, third party, uh, birth, death, divorce, or crime in those stories. And all of this sits opposite the Mercury retrograde and Uranus in those ninth house topics, bringing those to the forefront big time on Friday, you know, so something as you're reaching this climax with the full moon eclipse, then you're also hearing or rethinking or making decisions about something with the legal travel for and distant educational media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes. Uranus bringing in the wild card, the excitement, the surprise, or the shock and sudden change, uh, making it social, making it online, you know. Uh, and so there you have it. Okay, for Libra, I should have set my lemon water closer to my desk. I need a drink. Hold on a second, Libra. I'm sorry. Monday, you know, is Pluto retrograding at 109 p.m. Eastern. So, Libra, since March 23rd, 
Pluto has been starting to go through this field of your creative talents, your creative projects, the way you recreate, what you're doing about true love in your life, what's going on with a love interest if you're involved with somebody, what's happening with children in your life. And so Pluto's been saying, hey, we need to make some deep, powerful changes in these fields. We need to purge some things. We need to evolve and transform some things. We need to empower you there. We need to look at where we are financially, sexually, reproductively, with divorce, birth, deaths, or third-party influences that are impacting those areas of life. And so that's been moving forward just, you know, on that first degree, on zero of Aquarius since March 23rd. So on Monday, the 1st of May, we see Pluto retrograde. So there is a shift, and you get to kind of ease up a bit on all the intensity of what's been happening there and start to reassess, reconnect with the past, rework the current, let go of something, um, you know, see what you can do between Monday the 1st of May and June 11th in your do-over with those Pluto themes and how you're going back over things with creativity, love, fun, joy, and children in your life. Also on Monday the 1st, we meet the middle of the Mercury retrograde, the midpoint, the turning point. And so Libra, you know, it's been asking you to reassess where you are with financial matters, sex, birth, divorce, or third-party situations in your life. So on Monday, something shifts gears there, and you should be like, not, it's not shifting direction. It's really kind of like bringing everything to the center and saying, oh, this is what it's about. This is what I was supposed to go back and fix. This is what uh, was supposed to come back my way. This is what I was supposed to let go of. This is what I was supposed to rework currently, you know, in this do-over. And now you'll know where you're kind of taking this from Monday the 1st through the 14th for the rest of the Mercury retrograde do-over. So definitely some news coming in or a talk or an idea that really kind of pulls this together in some way for you on Monday. And then finally, we enter the trigger field of this upcoming full moon lunar eclipse on Monday the 1st, and it's active through the ninth. So every single day, the 1st through the ninth, there can be activities that are bringing this climactic situation for Libra around your income, purchases, products, possessions, values, or how you're being valued. So big, intense moments, something very powerfully ending in one of those areas, something breaking through, finally happening, achieved, finalized, celebrated in some of those areas. So big moments building throughout the week and all the way till the ninth, but climaxing on Friday the 5th under the full moon lunar eclipse. And that all sits opposite Mercury retrograde and Uranus. So there's more on the table on Friday, you know, involving the other financial topics, your sex life, reproductive life, divorce, or third-party stories, and your do-over with Mercury, as well as anything exciting and surprising and sudden in the mix from Uranus or shocking and suddenly changing and taking things up in the mix from Uranus um, in those realms. All right, so for Scorpio. Scorpio, this, is, this should be, you know, called your week, 
Scorpio. <laughs> it's either about Pluto or what's opposite your sign or what's happening in the eclipse in your sign. So, I mean, geez, Louise. Um, so Pluto, which rules you, Scorpio, uh, has been in Aquarius since March 23rd and really giving you an idea of the things you're purging, the things that you're deeply, profoundly changing, the things that you're transforming and empowering on when it comes to your home, your family dynamic, a parent, a roommate situation, any real estate deals, moves, renovations, um, you know, anything with history or ancestry as well. And where you are in any of those scenarios when it comes to Pluto, when it comes to, you know, power, when it comes to control, jealousy, obsessions, when it comes to the financial side of those scenarios, what do you need there, right? When it comes to your sex life, when it comes to your reproductive situation, when it comes to a birth, a death, or a divorce in those stories or crime in those areas of life, and how you need to now, starting on Monday, kind of take a breather, catch up to what has happened so far, and then start into your do-over that'll last until June 11th, where you're kind of going back and readdressing anything, anything that's already happened with the new stuff and the current stuff, anything you're going back to the past to readdress, anything that you're letting go of or taking a break from for a little bit to figure it out during this period. So you're kind of watching what's shifting in this arena on Monday. And then also on Monday the 1st, we hit the midpoint of the Mercury retrograde, and this is a turning point. And for Scorpio, this is relationship-oriented. So, you know, Mercury's been asking you to reassess, go back and rethink something, connect with the past, or really focus on that current scenario with a relationship and figure out what you can do to fix it or X break from something, or maybe they are, right? And so this has been a do-over, and Scorpio relationships include romantic partners, business partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, advocates. You're going back and you're redoing something in in some of those areas by talking and meeting and making choices with these people. And so Monday the 1st, as we reach that midpoint turning point, you know, you may have an aha moment, you may hear something, you might... something might come your way and offer or something is presented to you, you know, that's then going to allow you to kind of know the direction that the rest of the Mercury retrograde is going to go on and what the purpose of that is for you with one of these individuals. And then finally, on Monday the 1st, all the way until the 9th of May, um, these days, every single one of them, we are in the eclipse trigger field, which means there can be things happening that are about you, for you, through you, with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, with the things you're physically involved with, with your needs and desires. So this full moon lunar eclipse is bringing a very powerful ending or a very big breakthrough achievement or celebration about you. You might be in the limelight here with this uh, Scorpio. And so, again, you can start to see events happening with this as soon as Monday and all the way through the 9th, with the climactic day being Friday. And what else? You want to focus on, you know, transforming yourself, empowering yourself, looking at financial, sexual, third-party influences, deaths, births, or divorce, uh, and then 
sitting opposite Mercury retrograde and the Uranus energy in your relationship zone, then something that you're talking about or hearing about or deciding about in your do-over with the partner, client, specialist, agent, attorney, advocate, competitor, whoever this person is, uh, is in the forefront, you know, in the, am I letting go? Am I reworking? Am I rekindling? And then Uranus, something very exciting and surprising and spontaneous or something very shocking and suddenly changing, and you're in the moment with that, you know, with those, there you have it. All right, for Sagittarius, Sagittarius. Pluto moved into your third house on March 23rd, so you, you've been getting your first time in a lifetime influence of this energy, really kind to see the deep, profound changes and the purgative side of Pluto and how it wants to evolve and transform and empower you for Sagittarius through your talks and meetings and sales and writing, through your interviews, auditions, offers, proposals, or decisions. And in the more physical side of things, Sag, with brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. You have the longest list, Sag. (laughs) So in any of those areas, Pluto, you know, is it about your empowerment? Is it about your disempowerment? What needs to change? What's going on with, you know, jealousy or obsession? What's going on with financial influences? What's going on with sex? What's going on with reproduction, birth, death, divorce, or third parties in those stories? Are you writing about it? Are you signing agreements about it? Are you taking short trips about it? Does it involve your siblings, a move, your vehicles? See what I'm saying? The sales, whatever this is. Um, You've had that forward motion. And now starting on Monday the 1st, Pluto's going to retrograde. So something shifts. You know, and now you're kind of in do-over mode until June 11th. So, you know, something from the past might come through, might come back around. Something current might be reworked. Uh, You might take a break. There might be something exiting um, during this do-over mode. So pay attention, you know, to what's coming to the forefront. Also, on Monday the 1st, we're at the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde. So Sagittarius, this has been asking you to reassess where you are with your work, your health, or your animals, and any paperwork, coworkers, or hired help that you might be revisiting as part of this. And so as we reach the midpoint on Monday, you might hear news, you might have a talk or a meeting or an idea or make a choice about, you know, something that's shifting in some way as you now can kind of uh, redirect where you're going with the rest of the Mercury retrograde do-over in those realms up through the 14th as to what happens on Monday. And then finally, Monday is also the beginning of the trigger field for the upcoming lunar eclipse. The trigger field will be active from Monday the 1st through the 9th. Every one of those days can bring events, okay? This is occurring in your 12th house, Sag. And so this peak, this culminates at at its high point on Friday the 5th, right in the middle of the trigger field, okay? So big, powerful endings, very important breakthroughs, achievements, celebrations. It's all about the climax, whether that's a wrap-up and ending or a celebration and achievement. That's the full moon eclipse is about the climax. And so, Sag, your 12th house, this is bringing something into that big moment when it comes to an institution, when it comes to research, when it comes to an investigation, when it comes to a bad habit or addiction, when it comes to a secret or deception, 
when it comes to something karmic and a karmic cycle having run its course or just kicking off, you know, wherever you are in that story. When it comes to something artistic with film, music, painting, poetry, dance, whatever. When it comes to romantic getaways or romantic trysts or past life romance. Or when it comes to your spiritual or, you know, signs from beyond the veils or practices in those realms, um, meditation, prayer, yoga. Uh, so something, you know, you start into the, this event-oriented week as soon as Monday and then have this culmination by Friday and then continue to have things peaking there. It sits opposite your Mercury retrograde and Uranus and Taurus. So, you know, this is definitely bringing in the talks, the news, the decisions about the health, the work the paperwork, the coworkers, the hired help, the animals, and what you're in do-over mode with in those realms, what you're releasing, rekindling, or reworking. And also Uranus, which is that, you know, sudden, exciting, surprising, in-the-moment kind of influence in the story, or something shocking and suddenly changing, and you're reacting to that in the story. So there you have it. All right, so for Capricorn, Capricorn, you've been hosting Pluto in Aquarius since March 23rd, finally getting it out of your sign for a little bit, giving you a break. (laughs) And it's been showing you since March 23rd where you should be starting to go with the deep, powerful purges and changes and evolving of your story and transformation and empowerment about your income possibilities, your purchases, your products, your possessions, and how you're valuing yourself and being valued. So Pluto's brought in the themes of power and transformation. It's brought in other financial influences or sexuality or uh, divorce or or, uh, birth or death that's impacting something here or any third parties that you might be involved in now. And so starting on Monday the 1st, we see Pluto retrograde. And so now it's going to shift back to overview of where where you've come so far. And up through June 11th, you're in do-over mode about those topics. So you might go back and and rekindle or readdress something um, with income purchases, products, or possessions. Or you might really focus on where you are currently and how to fine-tune it and make it right. Or you might take a break. Or you might exit something altogether in one of those realms. So really paying attention to the Pluto topics in those realms and how you want to, and, you know, your values and how you're being valued. (laughs) So also on Monday the 1st, we reached the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde. So Capricorn, it's been trying to get your mind thinking about past uh, lovers or past things with the kids or creative projects or recreational pursuits and drawing you back to those things or getting you to focus where you are currently and how you want to rework it or exit it or take a break from it in your do-over. So Monday the 1st is that turning point midpoint. So something you that you hear, maybe you'll have a talk with somebody, maybe you'll come up with that aha moment that all of a sudden you're like, oh, this. It was about that creative project. Nope, it was about that lover. Nope, it was about the kid. You know, you should have something coming up on Monday that's really directing the rest of the retrograde up through the 14th in your do-over in one of those realms. And then finally, Monday the 1st, we enter the trigger field for this upcoming lunar eclipse. The trigger field is active every single day between the 1st and the 9th. The peak of all of this is at the full moon lunar eclipse right in the middle on the 5th. Okay, and so for Capricorn, 
This is about what is climaxing with a friend, with an associate, with a group, with what you're doing online, with astrology, with a charity, with any kind of parties, gatherings, or events, with your freedoms, with your own aspirations, and or with an original project. So big, big climactic moments in one or more of those areas based on empowerment, change, purging, the financial side of it, the sexual side of it, uh, the birth, the death, the divorce, the third-party influence as, as this is playing out in Scorpio. And Capricorn, it sits opposite your Mercury retrograde and Uranus. So, you know, at the forefront, as this big climactic thing is happening on Friday the 5th, you're also hearing about or in those talks or decisions in do-over mode, you know, with the kids or the lover or the creative endeavor or the recreational pursuit. And Uranus is coming in with that wild card about those sides of life saying there's something really exciting and spontaneous and surprising in this with the kids or the lover or the creative project or recreation. Or there's something shocking and suddenly changing and I got to jump in and deal with something last minute there and depending on what you're hearing through your do-over with mercury retrograde about it on friday so there you have it all right for aquarius aquarius you guys have been hosting pluto since march 23rd pluto coming through aquarius for almost 20 years which just started on march 23rd is going to be about remaking you aquarius you know this is the time when you are you're hosting the most powerful energy in the zodiac and it wants to help you purge things on a physical level, on a personal level. When it comes to your name, your brand, your title, your identity, your body, your image, your, your needs and desires and what you're involved with. And it's doing that through Pluto, through saying, you know, it's time to empower you. It's time to make changes. It's time to transform. It's time to look at where you are financially sexually, reproductively, how birth, death, divorce, or third-party influences are influencing this transformative side of what's going on with you. So you've been having that moving you forward, inching you forward since March 23rd. And so now on Monday the 1st, Pluto retrogrades in your sign, Aquarius. And so lifting up a bit, giving you a break over these weeks ahead, allowing you to catch up with what has happened so far, allowing you to go back to the past and readdress something, let something go, uh, purge it, or focus on a do-over with how you can tweak it and get it right with transforming yourself with, you know, the empowerment, with, you know, all this, what is it you can do for yourself in this do-over mode um, to get it right between the 1st of May and June 11th? This is a process, but this is where you are in this part of the process. All right, so also on Monday the 1st, we have the midpoint turning point of the Mercury retrograde. So Aquarius, you guys have been asked to go back and reassess, you know, where you are when it comes to your home any moves, renovations, real estate deals, the family, the parents, the roommates. So Mercury retrograde, maybe you took a break from your home or your family for a while, or you will, you know, during this retrograde. Maybe uh, you're returning to a home or a family dynamic or a real estate deal. Maybe you are focusing on the current and trying to tweak it and get it right. Maybe you're trying to, you know, go back to the past and see what you can rekindle there. And so, you know, it's getting you in there and seeing what, comes up for you on Monday at the turning point because you should hear some news or have an idea or have a talk 
and really see something that, oh, okay, now I know what this was about for me, and the rest of the retrograde up through the 14th, I'll be really kind of directing it in that way. And then finally, on Monday, we enter the trigger field for this eclipse. This is a very powerful time. And so Monday through the 1st through the 9th of May, um, every single one of those days can be event-oriented with this eclipse, with the peak being on the day of the eclipse, which is Friday the 5th. And so you're seeing really powerful endings, or you're seeing very powerful breakthroughs, achievements, or celebrations, because that's what a full moon is about, and it's trying to bring this in, a, in an extremely powerful way into your life. And Aquarius it is focused on your life goals, your status, your fame, your career, or any authority figures that you're dealing with at this time about what's culminating. could be a boss, a, a, a parent, a director, teacher, mentor, you know, judge, whoever. So, again, in Scorpio, whether this is about career, status, fame, uh, personal goals, or these authority figures culminating, you know, could be playing out about your empowerment, about uh, the financial side of those stories, the sexual side, the birth, the death, the divorce, the third-party influence in this big moment here. And so you're working towards that. And then just remember that it does sit opposite the Mercury retrograde and Uranus. And so there is something about you know, your do-over with home, family, parents, roommates, moves, renovations, real estate deals, and Uranus bringing that sudden exciting surprise or that sudden shocking change, you know, that you're going to have to jump in and react to as it ties in with this big climactic moment. All right, for Pisces, (laughs) we got through the sign, Jay. Pisces, you know, Pluto has entered your 12th house back on March 23rd. And it is, it has been moving you forward, um, really getting you to look at what you want to purge, what you want to change and evolve, um, what you want to transform and empower yourself with when it comes to several different areas here in the 12th house, Pisces first. It could be through the arts. So with film, with music, with painting, with poetry, with dance, with sculpture, with whatever you're doing that's muse art related. Next, it could be all about the purging and empowering and transforming you through karmic past life ties and or romantic karmic scenarios and evolving you forward into where you need to go related on where you are in that storyline in your own life. It can be about your spirituality. So you might have been having more profound psychic moments or signs from the universe or your dreams have been more intense or you've been really knowing that you need to get more deeply into prayer or meditation or yoga or nature or something like that that connects you spiritually. Um, This can also be about Pluto really trying to help you purge and evolve through addictions or bad habits or deal with secrets or deceptions or how you're now moving into this empowerment through institutions and the big changes you'll go through with institutions or research or investigations. So I'm sure a few of those are ringing true to you, Pisces. And so Pluto's been asking you to look at your empowerment there, the changes you need to make there, what's going on financially in those areas of life, what's going on sexually for you and some 
those areas, what's happening, you know, if there's a birth or death or divorce that's impacting those areas or triangle, third-party influences. And so now on Monday the 1st, Pluto's going to stop and turn around and retrograde. And so it's going to kind of ease up a bit and start to take you back over what's happened so far. And you get to readdress it and rethink it. And do you want to stick with it? Do you want to change it? Do you want to go back to the past? Do you want to let go of something altogether? Do you want to rework the current? It's a do-over, and you'll be in do-over mode with it this time up through June 11th. So see what's happening as, as the shift. Next, on Monday the 1st, we have the Mercury retrograde midpoint turning point. And so, you know, Mercury has been asking you to reassess your decisions, Pisces. It's been asking you to go back and get into talks or meetings or sales or writing or offers or decisions, um, as well as maybe readdressing anything with brothers or sisters or neighbors or moves, local activities, short trips, your vehicles or electronics during this period. And so you're still in that. And, you know, the retrograde's not over until the 14th, but this midpoint on Monday should either bring an idea to your mind or an aha moment or you hear something or you have that talk and now you really can turn a corner with what you're supposed to go back and figure out here and you kind of know what you're supposed to be focused on now and the direction you're taking that in your do-over for the rest of the retrograde up through the 14th. So you're watching out for that on Monday. And then finally, on Monday the 1st, we enter the trigger field, which lasts until the 9th, for this upcoming full moon lunar eclipse. So all nine of those days, this can have events happening, but the peak of that is on the day of the full moon lunar eclipse, which is right in the middle on the 5th, on Friday the 5th. So starting on Monday and peaking on Friday and through the ninth, there are big, powerful things happening in your ninth house, Pisces. So this might involve travel or a situation at a distance or foreign interests. It might involve media, marketing, publishing, or broadcasting, or publicity for you. It might involve legal matters. It could be about educational pursuits. It could be about ceremonies you're involved in or anything about your beliefs, religious, philosophical, political. So something very powerful is climaxing there. And so this could be a really powerful ending. It could be a very powerful breakthrough or achievement or celebration. It sits opposite Mercury retrograde, bringing in that news, that talk, that offer, that idea, the sales, the writing, the interview, the short trip or something with the sibling, the neighbor, the vehicles, the move, the electronics, um, your community, you know, and your do-over as well as Uranus in those territories. So something surprising and exciting and last minute and you're, it's really shaking you up in a good way or there could be something sudden and shockingly changing and you're reacting to that uh, through the news you hear or these ideas and, and involved with this climactic moment on Friday. So we did it, guys. It's Zoe Moon at Zoe Moon Astrology. And I think you guys know that if you're listening. <laughs> if you guys uh, want to know about the daily, I posted on zoemoonastrology.blogspot.com. It's also over on Facebook where I answer most of the questions, but it's also on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. And so if you want to check in in the mornings and see what's going on with the daily energy, I do that. You can also ask me questions about what's happening or if you're trying to book a reading. Um, it's probably the fastest way to get hold of me. Check in with that. Otherwise. God willing with this one, guys, um, it is an extremely, extremely 
powerful week. So let's say an extra prayer for the world at large, and let's keep an eye on, on the breakthroughs we might have in our own life and the things we're wrapping up and be courageous in going forward as we go backwards and as we climax in these things um, to see where this is going to take us. So I will talk to you guys next time. Have a great week. Zoe Moon signing out. Bye-bye.